Welcome to the WDW for Families podcast, a show dedicated to helping families plan their trip to Walt Disney World. And now your hosts, Elizabeth, Randy, Rusty, and Todd. Okay, welcome to WDW for Families, and welcome to a Disney podcast. I know that wasn't very descriptive because this isn't <laughs> always a Disney podcast, but tonight it's especially Disney. As we talk about why in the world do we consider Walt Disney World our vacation home? Why are we why are we Disney people? What's the point? If you're if you're trying to figure out if you're going on your first vacation, why do you you know, why would you choose Disney over another place? That's and why would what, you go back 500 times? Yeah, what, what's the point? Because that's what I get a lot from people who are not Disney people is, why do y'all always go there? Do, do you ever feel like an old man? Like my, my grand, not my grandfather, my father-in-law, he only goes to vacation to three places. And I make fun of him constantly. It's like, do you go anywhere besides Branson, Gatlinburg, and the beach? But yet then he's looking at me like, well, why do you always go to Disney? And I'm like, uh, yeah, there's yeah. touche. Like that couple that <laughs> hurts just a little bit. Yeah. This couple we know, they always go to de- to Destin. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah, and they've got their places they eat in Destin. and this cer- Yeah, and I always make fun of them for that. <laughs> I, I do the same thing. I make fun of people who go to the same place. I'm yeah. sure they make and fun of And then I get very defensive when people ask me, well, why do you keep going back to Disney? And, the, and it's I get very defensive. Oh, well, I, I, I do compare them <laughs> like... The people that go down to Destin, they like that they know where they're going to stay. They like yeah. that they remember. Remember that restaurant we used to eat at three trips ago that the guy, you know, they shut down the restaurant. Because, you know, they, they like those, those stories and that history. And I think that's part of why we go back at this point is we like the history. We mm-hmm. like remembering the first time we rode the ride and the first time we stayed at that hotel. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's the memories. Okay, well, let's, we've kind of broken it down into some different areas as to why. And so what, I, I think the first question is, how in the world do you afford to go so often? Or how much is a Disney vacation? Or what's it cost compared to a trip to uh Salt Lake City. Yeah. Um, Skiing. <laughs> Salt Lake Salt City. City. The tour, <laughs> tourist capital of the West. <laughs> um, so anyway, I was just offended anyone who listens from Salt Lake City. Sorry. You have a great city. I've got a lot of friends who go skiing out that way. So. Yeah, okay. Randy? I would say that from a cost perspective, I mean, it's expensive. There's no doubt it's expensive. I think from the food perspective, it's going to be more money, but not a lot more. I think we talked recently about the princess dining and how expensive that is. But if you go and you're having a, a hamburger, yeah, it's going to be more than a McDonald's, but maybe not outrageously more. Um, the, the, the tickets, I think, are still a good value. I think Rusty and I were talking about that before, that wh- where else are you going to get a full day's entertainment for $100 um, ahead? It's going to be tough to get a full day. You know, you might get... You know, for $50, you might get a four-hour of entertainment, but I don't know about all day. Um, but I think where the real money is is in the hotel. So, you know, and that can be handled by staying off-site or staying at a value resort. So if you're staying at a value resort, you're using your tickets well, planning a couple of days off during your trip, um, and you don't go crazy with your food, I think you've got an equal value cost-wise, or I don't mean to say value, but an equal cost of just about any other vacation. Yeah, I would argue that when we first were doing Disney and we were doing as cheap as we could, mm-hmm. we were we were having Disney vacations 
that we were a family of four when we first started going to Disney. Actually, a family of three. And we could go to Disney for under two grand for a whole week. Oh, yeah. Now, if we went to uh, Destin or Gatlinburg, that was it was going to cost comparable to that. Yeah. And 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 we because the hotel was going to be a push, food maybe a little more at Disney, but we're not eating as often at Disney as we would at Destin. Mm-hmm. And then also at Destin. We're going to have to pay for, like you guys said, entertainment. And I think Elizabeth's going to talk about that more here in a little bit. I mean, if you're going to sit at the beach all day and soak in the sun, then, yeah, no, that's going to be pretty cheap. You know, that's going to be yeah. tough to beat. Um, you can do that at Disney, but why when all the fun stuff is right there? Yeah, I, it's definitely, to me, it's definitely cheaper than maybe a, Gat- a Gatlinburg vacation with kids. Uh, and or if you're further north, maybe Poconos, you know, yeah. something like that. Okay. Uh, what about that entertainment and stuff, uh, Elizabeth? Well, I just think at Disney, it's, it's just a constant entertainment. You don't necessarily have to go looking for something. You know, if you're in Destin and, you know, you go to the beach all day in the nighttime, you've got to find something to do. Um, or if you're in Gatlinburg or wherever... You know, you, you're going to need to find something to do or you're going to want to find something to do and not just sit in a hotel room. And I think with Disney, you know, you've got stuff going on all the time. You don't even have to go to a park. You could go play putt-putt. You could go, you know, resort hop and check out all the resorts. You can walk the boardwalk. There's lots of, of options. And the deal with Disney, you've got transportation right there provided for you. I think that's another thing that people don't really think about is just the world of options. Mm-hmm. Disney World has... Everything from the boardwalk to this Irish restaurant to this to Cafe Marrakesh to all these different experiences yeah. that you can have that are so unique, all in the same place. Yeah. There's not there's not another place like it in the world except for the other Disney theme parks <laughs> that you can experience that kind of atmosphere. Right. We, we just had a short stay in California, in near L.A., and there's tons to do out there. There's no shortage. Of things to do but outside of a theme park what are you gonna do that takes all day there are things right I'm, I'm you know there's zoos there's there's beach you know you could go to the walk of fame there are but they're not all necessarily next to each other they're not just down the road they're not you know visible from my hotel all four of those you know ideas uh, like like it is at Disney yeah where it's you've all got right a zoo, there close a walk by. of fame you've got all those things at yeah. Disney. Well, I think, too, you know, you talk, one of my favorite places to go is New York City. But in truth, what do you do when you go there? You walk around and see stuff. And then when you do want to go do something, it, you get a two-hour window where you went and saw a show, and you spent 80 bucks to go see a show for two hours. That's pretty cheap, And right? then you go over, well, typical Broadway is going to be between 50 and 80. And then you're going to go, maybe you go over to see a ball game, but you're going to pay 50 bucks to go see that ball game for four hours. So you, you're getting some entertainment, but most of what you're going to do is you're going to see stuff. Right. You're not you're not going to be doing things. You're and a good bit that. of that time was travel to get where you oh, needed yeah. to go, mm-hmm. to get there early so right. that you're in your seat in time and all of that. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's what I. Or anything else, Elizabeth, on mm-hmm. that? I I think the memories. Yeah. That it's our place. It's become our vacation home. Yeah. Now I know for you first time people that's not really a good reason, but it 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 obviously, will become your place. Obviously, <laughs> it's the memories. Because it's the first time. The reason we go to Disney three and four times a year, ridiculously, 
is because the when Brock was, I guess he was two, or he was younger than two, we go to Disneyland, we go to the Tiki Room. Sitting in the Tiki Room or on the front row, music begins. Brock starts dancing. We proud parents gushing over this cute sight. Of course, we break out the, the video camera at the time. <laughs> we start filming. We're just like, this is the cutest thing we've ever seen in our lives. Brock goes and meets Donald Duck right after that, kisses him on the beak, you know, has this experience. We see Chippendale. It, we fell in love at that point. You know, we just, we saw our kid just loving this environment and it's the magic and it's, it happens. And so the memories that you make is a major part of the Disney experience. Seeing your kid in front of the castle, you riding the haunted mansion, you doing all these iconic things that you've heard other people talk about and then you experience for yourself. Now, you have to go into it with an attitude of, I'm going to be a kid this week, not a, well, everybody says this is so great, we'll see what they're talking about. That That's the kind of attitude that ruins a vacation. But then there's the service at Disney, mm -hmm. too, which is another thing we've talked about. Where else do ma does the magical things just happen out of the blue? Well, listen, when I go to New York... There's nothing like going to the deli and getting yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> have, how many times have you been to Disney and seen something happen for yourself or yes. somebody else that you're like, wow, that was really cool that that just happened? I, I've told you all before, I like and I dislike hanging out in City Hall. I love hanging out in City Hall at Guest Relations because I see some really cool things. I don't like it when the, when the guests are irritated because they didn't get special treatment. But it's really cool to see special treatment. And to see these magical things, you were sharing us a story, Randy. Well, I mean, I've got a couple. I mean, I, that, there's one that my uh, wife recently found some friends on uh, on Facebook who had this story, where um, her friend was uh, in line at the Downtown Disney to Guest Relations, wanted to buy some tickets to the park the next day. I think they were staying off site, so they were, you know, money. I don't know how tight it is for them, but but it was tight enough. They were staying off site and trying to be, you know frugal with what they were buying so they go she's in line to buy tickets and she's got her husband's credit card they won't take it because it's not in her name so she steps out of line off to the side she starts making the phone calls you know either to get her own credit card or to get her husband over there or whatever she needs to do and the disney cast member just walks up and says here are the tickets that you asked for don't worry about it and gave her free tickets that's to fabulous. Disney theme park mm -hmm. for her and her whole family. Have you ever seen anything like that? Smith? Well, I mean, we had an experience uh, one summer. Our our son, who at the time was five, and did not um, let us know in time that he needed to use the restroom and had an accident on the way into Magic Kingdom. And, you know, we're like, we're supposed to be staying the rest of the night in here and no extra clothes with us. And we just went in the the Emporium to look for, you know, shorts for him. And we just asked the cast member if they had any other ones. They had just a few different pairs out there. And she asked what was going on. And then she came back with um, letting us pick, you know, whichever pants he wanted, whichever underwear he wanted, because Mickey Mouse doesn't like anyone upset, is what she told us. And, huh. you know, I mean, it was just a, it really made our night. That was yeah, I, my roommate from college, he took his kids down there, and it was during spring break, 
busy, busy, busy crowds everywhere. It's just one of those things where you stand in line forever. And they're having one of those things, and, and they're just kind of sitting around, you know, exhausted and tired and just had the look of, like, this has been one of those days. And he had, was started talking to a cast member, and the cast member said, well, you know, what's going on? And they said, oh, we're just so tired. We just, you know, they described the thing out, and he said, well, what's your favorite ride? And they told him, he said, well, why don't you just come with me? And he took them to the front of the line, to the fast pass system, got them on the line, and then he said, is there anything else you want to do? And she said, well, I'd like to ride this ride. And he said, well, let's go do it real fast. And so, and he was just like, oh, this was such a blessing because he was thinking, we're going to spend four more hours in line <laughs> doing all this stuff. And, and then, you know, he was able to get back home. Mm -hmm. And it just it was like, because, I mean, he was waiting to make sure his daughter could ride Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain. Yeah, that's great. I, we've had a lot of experience like that. And I, I don't say that haughtily. I just say we have a son with Down syndrome, obviously, that I've talked about before. And they go out of their way to make Brewer feel so special there. You know, there are very few places in life where Brewer is treated as special as he is at Disney, right? You know, he's got enough disadvantages in his real life that this is the one place he's got the advantage. So I don't, I don't have any problem with saying, hey, Brewer here would like this, you know, and, and I, I don't want to take advantage of the system because I know that Walt Disney's thing was wish fulfillment. He wants to make everybody's wishes come true. He, he, he discovered that secret and put it into a business model that's that's making that's printing money. And so I don't want to take advantage of that system. I don't want to encourage anybody to take advantage of that system. One of the problems with the year of a million dreams, I think, uh, that they discovered was that they were handing out these dreams and, you know, fulfilling these wishes. And then suddenly everybody's like, well, I never got one. Mm -hmm. We didn't get one. We were there for a whole week and we didn't get one. And it, I think it made a lot of people disgruntled about that promotion. But we... We have had a, a lot of really cool experience. Like uh, just even from one day we were walking around the corner and this person walked up to us at CM and she gave us this huge ice cream sundae. It was like big enough for 12 people. And she just walked out and go, well, you're the family that gets it today. And she handed <laughs> it to us and we're like, what? And, and from that little experience to, hey, uh, we've been here several times. We've never seen the sheriff of Nottingham. You want to see the sheriff from Nottingham? Okay, be here at this certain time, this place, we'll do it. And we go back and they take us to a special room, there's sheriff from Nottingham. We've had those experiences too. <coughs> I, I'm not sure if that was because Brewer was with us or not, but those are just some of the things that Disney does. We were leaving one time on Magical Express. So we're waiting for our bus, we're at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, we're waiting for our bus, and and uh, somebody walks in and says, you know, hey, I... Are you guys the family that's waiting for the such and such time bus? We said, yeah. Well, come on out. It, we're we're ready for you. So okay, they they were early. Okay, well that's fine. So we come out. It's a stretch limousine. Nice. And that's so really they're nice. bringing us to the airport <laughs> in a limousine. Let me tell you, my girls really enjoyed that ride. That's cool. <laughs> and I got to be the dad that provided that. Yeah, that's neat. Too. Even though I had nothing really to do with the limo. The girls know that it's me that brought them to Disney World, and their mom, too. But me <laughs> that brought them to Disney World. There's something about traditionally going somewhere. We kind of joked about it earlier. Somewhere about going traditionally and feeling like you have some ownership of it, too. That is, is good and bad. I mean, there are, th you know, people ask, why do you, don't you get tired? Right? Yes, I do get tired. Believe it or not, I am over 
certain rides at Disney. There are certain, you know, if I don't ride Pirates of the Caribbean for three trips, I'm okay, even though I enjoy it. But I, I don't need to do it. It's not a big deal. But there's something about knowing the area and being familiar with things and knowing what I like and what I don't like. That, that adds more to it, too. And that's why, you know, when I was actually thinking, have we taken a vacation outside of Disney? We have only taken one vacation since our honeymoon in the 15 years we've been married. That's not Disney. We went to Boston together a few uh, about a year ago, and that's been it. This is really weird. But anyways, and I think within that though, you, you think about we live close to Gatlinburg. We just got back from there. You go there, you do everything. Okay, we've done everything. You go to Disney. How many times can you go? Before you yep. do everything, you you can't. I mean, you can go back over and over and over. And, and even once you do everything, they've changed it so often. Yes. Right. Because yep. that was another yeah. thing. Walt was Walt never felt like it should be the same. Walt always wanted things to move forward, and that's one thing about the the, nost the nostalgia side of me that really irritates me about Disney. There's nothing safe <laughs> except for maybe the castle. I mean, they could change anything on it on a whim. You never know. But that's one thing that keeps Disney fresh and new. Next time we go, they will have the mine train will be open for the first time. You know, that'll be some a new experience for us. Uh, the next time we go, downtown Disney will look completely different, I would imagine. Uh, next time we go, there will be a lot of new things. Well, they got this new restaurant. Yeah. They're going to have new menus. They're going to have a, spe a special something going on in this little section of the park that's unique to what they would have done otherwise. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, they're constantly changing things, and plus, it's just one of those you're, you're never going to do it all. Okay, real quick, what would you what for a first time since that's what we're more geared to WDW for families? What would you if somebody's looking to go to Disney for the first time? Why would you say Disney over fill in the blank Chicago, Nashville? You know, we're, we're kind of spoiled because we live next to one of the the biggest tourist attraction cities in America in Nashville. It's really awesome. Why would you choose a Disney vacation? Or uh, over Los Angeles, Austin, Nashville, Chicago. I think part of it is is the pop culture. I, we we will take we will take the wall the uh, excuse me the uh, Washington D.C. trip. Mm -hmm. um, you know we'll do the education and our girls will like it and we'll make them like it. No, no, that they they will enjoy it and we'll enjoy it. But that's 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 important and it's important to have that history and to learn. But with Disney, it's mostly the pop culture. It's mostly that the the princesses that they're used that they like and they have a once you know especially if it's a new family going to disney it may be a once in a lifetime opportunity to meet those but there's also education and it's and it's subtle and it's hidden and you end up learning by the end of the day and not even knowing that you did especially i think about epcot um you know that's a great place to learn why else mm. disney i mean nostalgia pop culture learning i think everything's in one place yeah. You know, you don't have to travel around like like Randy likes the buses, you know. I mean, you hop on a bus, you don't ha you don't have to get back in your car, you can travel all over and have so much to do. It's the escapism. Yeah. It's you're going into a magical world and you're you really are leaving the rest of the world behind. It really feels like you're walking through the wardrobe into Narnia when you go to to Disney World. Mm -hmm. You know, we asked this here on Twitter and this is where um this Rebecca will, Ward. This said, will be our feedback. This, this will is going to be our feedback. Our feedback. Yeah. <laughs> and she talks about the fact, you know, it's the place where, uh, it's the only place where the real world does not exist. 
know, this is where you go, and, and, and you can get in a bubble. And Randy likes to bubble. And if you, if you work hard and you just want to be able to get away from the world, it's the one place you can go, and you can be in that bubble. And nothing exists that's not Disney for the time that you're there. And if you go anywhere else, you may escape reality for a few minutes, but then you go right back into it. You may be on the beach and it's nice and tranquil, but then you got to go eat. And if you're in Destin and it's a busy time of year, you sit in traffic with people honking at each other. Uh, you know, if you go to New York City. You or know, you're there with a bunch of drunk co-eds. <laughs> That's right. You know, which you know. some people might enjoy. Right. Which might be a bonus for some people. Maybe, it's a negative yeah, for me. Right. But, but you know, anywhere else you go, you, you, can, you might can escape into this one moment for a little while and then you're right back into where you're at. And where Disney, it is that total escape. I think that's huge because then you're really on vacation. You feel like, hey, I'm on vacation yeah. here. Every now and then, well, I shouldn't say every now and then, every couple months, uh, Beth and I will look at each other and it's like, what we mean is we need a vacation. But what we say is we need to go to Disney. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what we mean is it's, it's you know, we want to get away. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I hope we... We've helped some of you yeah. with this podcast, just kind of explaining. We've got a couple more feedbacks, and then we'll yeah. we'll wrap this baby up. Uh, Magical Day Forty Four. This is on Twitter. They just told us, you know, it's it's a place that's a safe environment, and and I'd add on that it's it's a place designed for families and for kids. I mean, where where else do you go to that's truly designed and and thought about, and every aspect is designed for how do families and kids interact with this? You know, it's why do the streets? Why do you walk? up a hill into every park so that people don't run. Who else does that? You know, there are so many little things that Disney does that is really thought out of how is this going to be there for kids? And so if you've got families, you know, there's just some places that aren't designed for the family. They're not designed for, especially smaller kids. And it is, it is a fairly safe place. You're, you know, because they think about it constantly. They think about someone falling off a curb. Have you lost a that. kid at Disney? No. Uh, we have. Battle is a wanderer. And every year, at least once. And I never worry about it. Because I know at Disney, he's more than likely not going to get out of the gate. Oh. Now, there's a chance. Well, I hate for him to get that far. Uh, yeah, knock, knock. <laughs> I'll knock on wood. But I know that somebody's security is going to be there in a moment's notice. Yeah. And that they deal with this every day. And, it, you know, if I was on a crowded beach... A whole different story. Uh, yeah, yeah. Completely different story. Oh, yeah, I've lost a kid on the beach before. I've just uh, panic. Yeah, I mean that, <laughs> that that's crazy. Now, w w now, if you name your son Battle, be be prepared <laughs> that if you yell the name Battle around a crowded park of people, they're going to look at you odd. That's right. That was one of the uh, negative side effects we did not. <laughs> Unintended yeah, consequences. we did not foresee that being a negative consequence <laughs> to that name. Everybody thinks he's trying to reenact a scene of a movie or something. Like that. <laughs> or they felt like I yeah. was going. I was challenging them to a <laughs> duel. Right. Battle. Especially if you're upset, if you're angry yeah. at the time. He just did not want to ride Peter Pan one day and decided he was going his own way. And he just walked away from us. He was like three. And I couldn't find him for 20 minutes. Oh. It was oh, scary. Wow. Mm. And that's yeah. not, th this happened, the last trip we are on, he did the same thing. Mm. Uh, it's just a knucklehead sometimes. <laughs> he is, it's just like his mom. Like his old man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just kidding. All right. Well, I think that wraps it. Did you have any more feedback, Russ? Did you want to add one more you thing? You know, uh, we had 
um, Casey Knows Orlando. It's Twitter handle. Uh, she just talks about it is the place where childhood dreams come true. Yeah. And I think that is a big thing. It is where you meet the characters. It's where the the you know your son goes and he meets Woody, and and there is something magical about that. You know, sitting there in line and someone and they yeah, meet the, the characters. characters. Yeah, that, or, that's what got us. Or you go in and you know I think one of my favorite moments of Disney it was just it was Diane and I. It was our first trip to Disney or her first trip anyway, and we're riding in, but we there's a little girl on the monorail and they're with it. And it was just us and that family, and when she comes across that monorail where you finally see the castle. Just watching her, I mean, it was just like Christmas morning, mm-hmm. you know, it was, everything was right there. It was, and you, and you, I mean, well, I'm sitting there thinking like, man, that's just awesome. Our, our greatest Disney experience ever. We, I had been riding Disney for seven years asking to meet these characters. I can't tell what characters they are. <laughs> I promised I wouldn't. So we've been asking to meet these characters. Seven years I'm riding. One day out of the blue, I'm sitting on my couch this lady calls me, says, "Hey, we're ready. Next time y'all come, let us know. We're we're gonna bring them out for you." So they send us to this special. room. We get down there. We they send us to this special room. We're sitting there. They open the door. These characters walk in that, that my boys have always wanted to see, Brewer in particular, and and he sees them and he starts jumping up now. And he's six years old. He's and he starts clapping and he's going, "Yay!" Yay, yay, yay. And it's the most excited I've ever seen him in my life. <laughs> and I started crying. Because, uh, you know, it just meant so much to me that they, that he was so happy and that I was able, through my, through my stalking of uh, <laughs> pestering their character department, that they allowed that to happen, that they fulfilled that wish for my boys. And so uh, that that's... I, I'm a loyal patron mm-hmm. now. They they got my vote for life. If you know a story, if you're listening to this and you've got a story, something that you could share with us, maybe not a story, but a, but a brief blurb, uh, let us know on our Facebook page or Twitter. We, yeah. we want to hear this. Yeah, and I will say that I have written Disney for other things and it yeah. has not happened. Like, yeah. Don't expect... The unexpected. I was going to say, everybody now has yeah. these huge expectations. Of yeah. All right. Yeah. It's, it's not always <laughs> going to happen. We have had, we went um, during the year of a million dreams, which was what, two years? Yeah. <laughs> two yeah. years. Two for years. For two years, <laughs> they did it. And people got all this awesome stuff, stayed at the castle, all this. We never got anything mm-hmm. except for one set of ears. And that that was. And then you emailed yeah. Disney and said, what are you talking no, about? No. That's all I got. <laughs> we didn't get anything, but we didn't expect anything. It didn't bother us, yeah. but they had a lot of complaints. Yeah. Right. Uh, don't expect that it's going to happen. Just if it does, it's awesome. I, I would imagine that if you go to Disney for a week, you'll see something or mm-hmm. you'll have an experience that is that you'll be talking about. I think so. Yeah. And I think if nothing else, you're just going to have such a good experience. I mean, it's the only place that I mean, they want to do well. If if you don't overplan, freak yes. out, you know, you just have to go with the flow. Yeah. Not have the, try don't, try not to imagine the perfect vacation. Yeah, unrealistic expectations we've talked about before. That's how to have a horrible trip. In fact, listen to this podcast and then listen to our podcast about Disney stress. It's yeah. uh, about four months ago. You need to listen to that one. You need to couple these two podcasts before you go for the first time. Okay. You can reach us at podcast at wdw 4 families.com. 1-877-WDW-FOR-FAM. 
And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. We want to hear from you. And remember, when you're looking into a Disney vacation, and this has never been truer than it has for this podcast, you're never too old to wish upon a star. Thank you for downloading today's show. Be sure to visit our website, www.forfamilies.com. If you have a comment, question, or need help planning your trip to Disney, call us at 877-WDW4FAM or email us at podcast at wdw